Hello everyone, it is Brooke from Brooke's Catholic Podcast. I hope everyone is doing well in these trying and crazy times in the midst of our quarantine from the coronavirus. Um, There's a lot of confusion and uh, hysteria and wildness going out in the world, but we know that this will all pass and especially with God, he'll help us get through this and help the days go by a little bit smoother than otherwise. So one way to do that actually leading into this episode today is I'm going to be discussing and talking about two prayers um, by St. Ignatius of Loyola. Um, The first one is called Anima Christi and the second one is called Suskip, if I'm not mistaken. Um, my pronunciation might not pronunciation might not be the best. Um, so for the first prayer, I'm gonna first um, read it all the way out just so that we can really then dissect it all the way through. So in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Permit me not to be separated from you. From the wicked foe, defend me. At the hour of my death, call me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so first off, upon first um, hearing and reading, it is a really beautiful prayer, and it talks of it most of the lines have something relating to do with calling Jesus one of his many names and then doing something to me so like make me stronger like help me get through these things and I think right now especially that's really um cool and a really good prayer to have and actually something I was curious about was the name of the prayer Anima Christi I figured it came from something Christ just because the way it looks and obviously it's a prayer and I looked it up and it means soul of Christ which makes sense since the first line is soul of Christ sanctify me and I think that is really um it's really inspiring because you want Christ to come through you but not just to like the physical you too like the soul the heart and being of you and like consecrate you and be with you and make you overall a holier person then body of christ save me you want the body the physical aspect of christ to be like saving you from honestly anything that might be going on whether it's something as minuscule as leaving like losing your keys when you're trying to like rush out the door or something like way more tragic like the loss of a loved one or a tragic accident or anything really more major the next line blood of christ inebriate me i honestly am a little bit um i'm a little bit confused by this line i guess is because obviously the blood of christ before it turns into the blood of christ um during mass it is wine and water and inebriate i um means to like intoxicate to like get drunk so I just thought that was a little bit weird. I'm not exactly sure what the meaning could be behind this. Um, 
except for all I can make the connection of is like wine and drunkenness but I just don't think that's it so if any of you would like to leave comments down below that would be great um we can have like a nice discussion about it just gonna drink some water um the next line water from the side of christ wash me now what i interpret this line as being is not just like christ sitting by a pool and then just like getting washed like i imagine him sort of like jesus walking on the water like he has the abilities to um with water to wash us and for us to wash him so there are it can be taken on a very personal level him with water and like water turning to wine water is a very symbolic thing i think in the bible um for multiple purposes which i think is really beautiful since water is essential to life and again like so is christ the next line is passion of christ strengthen me obviously christ's passion when he died which is actually coming up very soon in this hectic time um, a lot, I feel like a lot of people are forgetting about Mass and the Lent and Easter season quickly approaching. So um, it's important to remember that. But the passion of Christ strengthened me. He took so much strength to go through that. And he had moments of doubt. Yeah, but so do all of us. And we know we can make it through just like Christ did. And I think that's what really helps us remember to keep going because he went through one of the worst things imaginable and came out stronger um the next thing oh good jesus hear me jesus is here to hear all of us it's when you hear like oh good jesus i imagine like my friend jesus just like sitting down listening to me and my issues and it's crazy because he does that for every single person on this earth but it's like you're talking to your friend. It's very um, a personal relationship. And he's really hearing and listening you. Within your wounds hide me. Um, this is another line that kind of... It doesn't confuse me. I just think that I'm missing some kind of maybe meaning behind it. Is like I know he has physical wounds and emotional wounds just like all of us. So maybe protect us from that by like hiding us um, was what I thought it could be. Because I know sometimes it seems easier to hide from problems than to face them and confront them. Um, permit me not to be separated from you. Obviously, it is um, straying away is never a good option and it happens to many, but... I almost think that sometimes people can come back stronger if they do almost go away for just a quick second because then they can really know, especially if they're born into um, Christianity because then they really know that God is there for them and they're not just going through the motions of going to Mass and doing all the things that Jesus and God have told us to do, um, which I think makes it much more special. And then the last two lines, from the wicked foe, defend me. I think Jesus is our protector. He's like known as Jesus, our savior. Jesus, the protector. Obviously, from the wicked foe, like our enemies, 
he's there to defend us. He's not there to hurt us in any way. He's there to help and protect. And then the last line, at the hour of my death, call me. I think it's really, um, I not like nice, but I think it's really cool how they put that line right at the end because obviously death is the last thing we experience as a human and being going to wherever it is in the afterlife like purgatory heaven hell it's Jesus calling us there at at the last thing of our human as the last experience of our human life we are being called with Jesus if that makes sense and i think that's like a really beautiful way to end the prayer um, so today we have a special guest, Stella Mealy. Everyone give a warm welcome. Hello. Yay. Um, so we figured out how to connect via social distancing and technology. And today um, I wanted Stella to help me um, have like more of a conversation and help me talk about the second prayer called Suskeep, I think. Um, and I looked up the definition of that word too, and it means to receive, um, as a rough translation in Latin, which I think is really cool for the actual prayer. So actually I'm going to lead the prayer really quickly so that we have something to go off of. So in the name of the father, the son, Holy spirit, amen. Take Lord, all my liberty, receive my memory, my intellect and will. Whatever I have or hold, you have given to me. So I return them to you to be used according to your will. Give us only your love and your grace. And with these, we are rich enough and ask for nothing more. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So jumping in, I just wanted to ask, like, Stella, what do you think about this prayer? Just like... Um, anything really stand out to you or anything to connect with? Yeah, so um, I actually did my project or a project on these prayers. And um, what I like about the second one is how, like, I said that, like, I would use this possibly before something like a test or sometime when I'm, like, struggling in life or I'm thinking, like, I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, even in times like this with the whole coronavirus, it's like we want to be out there helping people, but there's really nothing we can do. Yeah, we can only give it up. Yeah, we can only just, like, stay at home. And a lot of times, especially for, like, me, it's hard because I just want to, like, help. But really the only helping I can do is just, like, isolate myself. And um, I think that this prayer is good for, honestly, any time, but particularly in times of struggle. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, I like how, um, I think knowing, like, the translation helps because the first line is, like, take, Lord, all my liberty because we want him to receive it. And I think that's really um, interesting to see because you don't always want, things to be out of your control but oftentimes that's how things have to be like when you are like you said like taking a test obviously you can prepare but you never know what's going to be thrown at you and especially in times like this the only thing you can do is control how you react to the situation and even though others might not be listening to 
like social distancing guidelines and things like that. You can only control how you react and how you act about the situation. And I think just praying for others and um, giving up those things to Jesus really helps kind of calm my nerves, if you will, about the lack of control. Yeah, and I also like towards the end how it like talks about how we're just going to give all of our burdens to him. Mm -hmm. And it also like touches on how... Like, this is how I interpreted it. Like, a lot of yeah. times we can get caught up in, like, material items or things that just distract us from, like, God's love and things like that. And so, um, if we just kind of, like, focus on our love for him and do our best to rely on him to help us, like, not get as distracted and help us focus on, like, what's really important yeah and like like you were saying like how it says give us only your loving grace like um and with these we are rich enough and ask for nothing more like that's all we really need to get through these times and like you said like all the material possessions and like things we think we might think we need that don't yeah. make sense um it helps us like remember okay i just only need his love and grace because that'll help me be with others during this time even though it's just like spiritually there with them yeah and I really do think that this corona like virus sort of like isolation gives us a little bit of extra time so we can really evaluate our relationship with God and um, grow in it and find new prayers or do some like spiritual prep things like that Um, because sometimes it's kind of um, nice to do like a devotion in the Bible or something along those lines. Um, so yeah, gives us time to kind of reflect on. Our yeah, and I think um, I feel like some people they might either take this opportunity to really strengthen their faith, or it might be for some people um, they might think that God is like um, turning against the world and sending something to like kill us all. Which right. I like. I know I've like seen some like memes or something about that on like twitter but i think it's really important to remember to stay strong during these times especially and just when we get when we do get back to like quote unquote like normal um life when we're not like always worrying about like what germ might be on like the door handle in front of us um yeah just asking and um praying for his love and grace and for us to just give up everything so that we can really live our life full with his grace yeah all right thank you so much for coming on the podcast stella we hope to have you back soon of course thank you for having me thank you bye okay so i just wanted to um kind of take this last like couple um minutes to think about like what we've talked about i think it's really important to remember um like me and Stella were saying to turn to God in these times not turn away from there are so many good opportunities with all this free time we have um on our like shorter days our shorter school days and it gives us time to of course do other things like maybe watch that new show that we've been like wanting to watch for a long time but it also gives us 
a lot more time to spend with God in our own reflection time, which I think is really, um, nice. Maybe that, um, that's something to do every night or every time before and after you eat lunch or a meal or whatever it is. Um, these prayers I think are really good because the first one is about having Christ on your side, no matter in what form or in what way you need him. He is there from you from the moment of living to the moment of death. There is no way he will turn on you. And then the second one is remembering while we are here to um, offer up your inconveniences and your um, your sufferings up to those who might need it or up to God so that he can help others and just remembering to be there for each other um, if you see or if you like know people that are out and about maybe just like remembering that you can't control their actions you only know how you can react to the situation so don't go like on like twitter rants and stuff like that of course so i just wanted to thank everyone for listening and we hope to see you back on brooke's podcast another time thank you